Hey there and welcome to Soul Church. Our prayer is that this message encourages you wherever you may be in life. You know, we've been hearing so many stories about what God is doing in people's lives and we'd love to hear yours. So take a second and send your story to stories at soulchurch.com. Thanks again for joining us today and we hope that you enjoy the message. God bless. Wow, what an honor to be in the house of God. What an honor to be in the house. Well done for being here today. Well done, because I know that it probably, mom's in the room, you know what I'm talking about, trying to get out the house on time, into church on time. Well done to you, and well done to everyone for making a decision um, to be here today. And I pray that God will speak to us in a new way. We've already built up so many um, beautiful testimonies and encouraging things that have happened already thus far in our service. And this is all for the glory of God. This is all for his glory. And so, Father, we are so thankful that we can come into your presence where there is fullness of joy. Lord, I thank you that you bring a peace to our lives, Lord, which transcends all of our understanding. Lord, I pray that that same peace would guard our hearts and it would guard our minds. And today, I pray that you would open us up, Father, so we can hear from your word, Lord, and we wouldn't just be hearers of your word, but we would be doers of it today. Lord, and we just thank you for your presence We thank you, Father, that you are making all things new in Jesus' mighty name. And all God's people said, amen, amen. Well, turn to the person next to you. If you see a mom, say happy Mom's Day, happy M-O-M, if you're watching online and you're from America. M-O-M is how we spell it in America. Mummy is how we spell it here in the UK. Thank you, Jesus. All right, we're going to stand again for the word of God because I know that we love to stand. And if you're watching at home, don't you dare take your seat just yet. Don't you dare eat that croissant just yet. We are going to read from the word of God. And our key scripture is in Isaiah 60. And we have been on this journey throughout this year. And we are declaring for this year to be a year that we would arise that we would arise. And so let's read it together in Isaiah 60. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. See, darkness covers the earth, and thick darkness is over the peoples. But the Lord rises upon you, and his glory appears over you. Nations will come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawn. Come on, would we give God some praise in this place today? Because he is worthy, and nations will come to his light. In Jesus' name, you may be seated in the presence of the Lord. You know that because of this light, this pure light, the light of Christ that shines so bright because of this light, this moves us into action every single day of our lives when we recognize that the light has come. It moves us into action to arise and shine to arise and shine. This is a call to action, not just for the church, but specifically today for the motherhood, for the sisters in the house today. Can I get a whoop, whoop? Exactly, because that's what we do. You know what? Just because we have not birthed a child does not mean that we don't carry the mother heart. The mother heart that is designed inside of every feminine heart, every woman, every young woman. The desire to want to help, the desire to want to heal, the desire to want to fix things, patch up boo-boos, <laughs> kiss your babies when they're sick in bed. Our desire is to care for those around us. That desire is given to us by God for a purpose. It's for a purpose. This action requires courage. Courage. I have been speaking this over my life this past week like no other. Courage. Who needs to hear the word courage? 
who needs a little bit more of courage. We all need a dose of courage. And I believe today, moms in the house, the mother heart, women, young women in the room today, I want to put some courage back inside of you. And I want to encourage you with the word of God because courage is, is wrapped within faith and faith is wrapped up within courage. And the scripture tells us that faith comes by hearing and hearing from the word of God. So if we want to stir up our faith and stir up our courage, we cannot do it on our own. We can't just go to the gym and exercise our way to courage. The courage can be found in the word of God because it brings life, it brings hope, and it brings the answers that we are looking for every day. You see, courage is the quality of mind and spirit that enables a person to face difficulty, danger, pain, without any fear. Have you ever felt that in moments of your life that you lacked a little bit of courage? You ever felt like you have shrunk back, intimidated, because you did not have the courage you needed to speak up, to be honest, to be transparent? Maybe as a mom, maybe you've felt like your courage was not there when you needed to send your kids into school, hoping that they would do good, <laughs> hoping that they would pass their exams, hoping that they would get to the university, hopefully, hoping. <laughs> we need courage. Maybe in your job, you're starting a new role. Maybe sometimes you doubt yourself. Sometimes you doubt. You know, the, the, the enemy creates doubt in our minds to think that we cannot do the things that God has called us to do. In the Garden of Eden, he said, the, the serpent came to Eve, he said, did God, did, really, did he really say not to eat from this tree? <laughs> he created doubt first. So don't you dare doubt what God has placed inside of you. You are a woman. You are a man of courage. So be strong in the Lord and in the power, not your own power, the power of his might. It's his might and his strength that will keep us moving forward. And maybe today is difficult, as Rachel mentioned earlier. Maybe you feel a bit discouraged today because you've either been disconnected from your mother or maybe the relationship isn't strong or maybe you've experienced loss. And this day is really hard for you. I pray that you would feel the warmth of heaven today. I've been listening to this song over and over again this past week and it's always my go-to song and it's by, sung by a woman named Tasha Cobbs who loves a little bit of Tasha Cobbs. And this song that she wrote was, it just plainly says, he knows my name. He knows my name. If you want courage for your everyday, you have to remind yourself that he knows your name, that he has called you, that he, he formed you even before you were born. He put, he knows every hair that you have on your head. He knows you. He knows you in and out. He knows your secrets. He knows your thoughts. He knows your motives. He knows your intentions. He knows every part of you, and yet he loves you. And because I know that, I can arise in courage. I can arise in courage. I want to just share through this Beautiful portion of scripture. If you have your Bibles here today, we turn to the book of Exodus. Has anyone got their Bibles? Beautiful. Next time you come to church, bring your Bible. If you're watching online, bring your Bible. You probably have it on your phone these days. Something to remind you about God's promises for your life. The word of God encourages us. It puts courage back inside of us. So don't leave home without it. <laughs> don't leave home without it. Don't do life without it. The word of God is strong. And in the book of Exodus, we read about a few different women that played a huge part and made a big difference in a, uh, to a generation that was doomed by genocide and oppression. 
And when we read in this book of Exodus, we're going to read a few portions of the scripture. You turn to Exodus 1, verse 15. We'll start there. I want to be encouraged today. I want to be encouraged today. And this is how I am encouraged is through the word of God. So let's read this together. The king of Egypt said to the Hebrew midwives, whose names were Sifra and Pua, when you are helping the Hebrew women during childbirth on the delivery stool, if you see that baby, if you see that the baby is a boy, kill him. But if it is a girl, let her live. The midwives, however, feared God and did not know what, what the king of Egypt, um, and did not do what the king of Egypt had told them to do. They let, the boy, they let the boys live. Praise God for that. Then the king of Egypt summoned the midwives and asked them, why have you done this? Why have you let the boys live? The midwives answered Pharaoh, Hebrew women are not like Egyptian women. They are vigorous and give birth before the midwives arrive. I like that. Crafty. I like it. We always weave our way through there, don't we? So God was kind to the midwives, and the people increased and became even more numerous and because the midwives feared God, he gave them families of their own. Isn't that awesome? Call the midwives. <laughs> then Pharaoh gave this order to all his people. Every Hebrew boy that is born, you must throw into the Nile, but let every girl live. Now a man of the tribe of Levi married a Levite woman. Her name was Jochebed. And she became pregnant and gave birth to a son. When she saw that he was a fine child, when she saw that he was a fine child, she hid him for three months. But when she could hide him no longer, she, get, she, she got a papyrus basket from him, for him and coated it with tar and pitch. She made it waterproof. Then she placed the child in it and put, him, put it among the reeds along the bank of the Nile. His sister stood. So we read about Jochebed, right? beautiful mother, and now his sister, Miriam, stood at a distance to see what would happen to him. Then Pharaoh's daughter went down to the Nile, Pharaoh's daughter, went down to the Nile to bathe, and her attendants were walking along the riverbank. She saw the basket among the reeds and sent her female slave to get it. She opened it and saw the baby. He was crying, and she felt sorry for him. This is, this is the one, one of the Hebrew babies, she said. Then his sister, Miriam, asked Pharaoh's daughter, shall I go and get one of the Hebrew women to nurse the baby for you? Yes, go, she answered. So the girl went and got the baby's mother. Can you see, weaved within that story, how many incredible women, mother-hearted women, that saw something, that, that, that decided to go against the grain, that decided to have courage and step into all that God had called them to. They were just ordinary women that were serving an extraordinary God. Today, you and I are ordinary women, but we serve an extraordinary God. That's what makes us powerful. That is what makes us courageous. And so I love that Moses was surrounded by these incredibly courageous women. You need courageous women to be around you to accomplish the things that God has placed on your life. And I'm telling you, that's just a side note. If you want to accomplish mighty things in your life, get around some courageous women. Because women, we speak the truth, don't we? <laughs> we don't sugarcoat things. We tell it like it is. It takes courage. It really does take courage. It takes courage to stand up against injustice. Those midwives, they saw that this was wrong. They knew that this was not right. And they stood up in the face of adversity. And they said no. <laughs> they said no. It takes courage to do that. It takes courage to hide a three-month-old baby in a house <laughs> when they're crying and they're hungry and you've got a lot of nappies piling up. It takes courage to do that. 
it takes courage to send your child down a river and trust that God will make a way. It takes courage. It takes courage to approach the king's daughter as Miriam did. It takes courage to say, hey, I, I, I can help. Let, let me help. It takes courage to raise a child that's not your own. Pharaoh's daughter saw this beautiful baby boy and she felt moved to take him in and that would have been difficult because he was a Hebrew child living in an Egyptian home. That would have been so challenging, but she had courage. It takes courage to trust God in the process, knowing that your son would one day help deliver God's people, would help be part of seeing a nation changed and set free from slavery. It takes courage. It takes courage to arise and shine. It takes courage. Arise and shine. Today is the day. If ever there were a time for us to arise and shine, it is today. It doesn't matter if you're male or female in the room today. It is time for you to arise in courage. Rise in courage. Joyce Pimla, arise in courage. You have been faithful. Arise in courage. God wants to continue his work in your life. Arise in courage, Tafara, arise in courage. You are a mighty woman of God. You haven't even seen what God is about to do. You've only got a glimpse of it. He is about to break open the windows of heaven over your life and pour out such a blessing that there will not be room enough to receive its increase. Arise, encourage whoever's watching online today, whether you're in a state where you feel depressed, you feel anxious about tomorrow, arise, encourage. This is your time. Arise, encourage. Chantel, I have to speak this to myself because there are moments when I don't feel courageous and there are moments when I just... Think, how can you keep using me, God? How can you keep giving these beautiful gifts to me? How, 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 how? He knows my name. He knows my name. Sometimes we just have to sit there and remind ourselves that we are loved, truly loved by the Father. And when you know that you are loved, and when you, are no, and when you know that someone knows your name, that your Abba Father knows who you are, it gives you every bit of power to stand up, to speak out, to live out the calling that God has placed on your life. I love when I read in Psalm 145, one generation will commend your works to another. They will tell of your mighty acts. Do you know that the more that we speak of the Lord's mighty acts, the more that we we speak about it, and yes, through the scriptures, but when we speak about it, about what God has done in our lives and how he's transformed us and how he's changed us and what he did before, I know that he will do it again. When we speak about the Lord's mighty acts and what he's done, the more it builds our trust in the Lord, the more that it builds trust. This then causes us to step out into the unknown and take courage. Jesus said, these things I have spoken to you so that in me you may have peace. In the world, we're guaranteed you will have tribulation. You'll have trouble. Moms, you'll have attitudes from your kids every now and again. Dads, you'll have tribulation and trouble. But Jesus says this, but take courage, take, take courage. Yeah. 
Take it. We receiving it from Jesus. Take courage. I have overcome the world. He conquered it when he went onto a cross and he died for us. He conquered sin and death so that we can stand and we can live out that courage because Jesus overcame the world. Trust truly builds courage inside of us. Isaiah 40 says this, but those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. Those who trust in the Lord will find new strength, new courage, new determination, new tenacity, new passion. Those who trust in the Lord. I, a few weeks ago, my beautiful uh, Miracle Joy, who's sitting down in the front, I, I said to her the last few days, she, they work hard in school, you know, but sometimes she, she gets tired. And, and so every now and again, she, the last few days, she's been saying, you know, how are you, Miracle? I'm tired. How are you? I'm, I'm just tired, like morning, afternoon, and night. I'm tired. So this morning, I was like, hi, baby, how are you? I'm tired. So I'm like, okay. I'm gonna call you tired from now on. You're no longer miracle, you're tired. <laughs> She's like, no, no, I'm miracle, I'm miracle. Anyways, my, my beautiful daughter, um, Miracle, she uh, was having a, a little bit of trouble falling asleep. And, uh, and I, I said to her, baby, what's, what's up? She's like, I don't wanna go in my room, I don't wanna go in my bedroom, I don't wanna take a shower in my room. I, I'm just, I, I'm like, you know, I'm like, I'm like is it, you know, the girly thing, you know, is it just a little bit of tiredness <laughs> speaking, or is it something that's really, you know, happening with her, that she's not feeling comfortable going to sleep on her own? And she said, Mom, can I come sleep with you? I'm like, I'd love you to, baby, but no. <laughs> because you end up kicking me and, and Daddy off the bed, and her hands, like, on top of my Daddy's face, and I'm like, like this, in the, on the corner of the bed. So, and plus you slept with me for about three years of your first three years of your life. Um, and I love you, but I'm like, no, <laughs> I, I did my time. <laughs> but the, the reality is, is that she didn't want to go to sleep in her own room because she was terrified that there was shadows in her room. And I was like, okay, she was to a point where she was shaking and she's like, mommy, the shadow, the shadow. And you know what? I'm like, I, I, will, call, I will call the devil out when he is messing with me, okay? Because we recognize that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, right? But when you mess with my kids, when I know that you are scheming against my babies, you've got another thing coming. Because not only am I going to be sharpened up through the word of God, I am going to teach my children how to sharpen themselves with the word of God. And I'm gonna teach them that they have a weapon that is stronger than any shadow. And it will conquer any bad dream that they have. And so you mess with me, that's one thing. But when you mess with my children, I'm like, oh, there's no way. There is no way, and I'm sure many moms in the room can say amen. amen. <laughs> so then she, I said, baby, let's, okay, so let's, let's just, let's sit down, let's talk about it. I said, you know that mommy and daddy love you. We absolutely love you. I said, and you know, w one day when daddy goes away, you can come into the bed because there's plenty of room for us, and you can sleep with me again. But right now, I want you to know that more, th more than mommy's and daddy's love for you, God loves you so much more, so, so much more. And then he is all powerful and he is almighty and he is so strong that he can defeat any shadow that comes your way. And in that moment, my baby just closed her eyes for a minute. She goes, mom, I just had a picture of like, like thousands of angels all around me and I was like yeah that's right thousands of angels all around me and I said well 
The promise is that he will command his angels charge over every single one of us. So she got this picture that God was for her. And more than her putting her trust and her faith in me, I want her to know that when mommy isn't there and when she goes off to university and when she goes off, you know, and is not at home, that she can have that same power in Christ Jesus and in him alone. And so let's be determined that we will continue on this journey with not just for us, but for the generations to come. And as we were finishing off, she like started singing. She goes, Mom, God is bigger than the boogeyman. And I was like, yeah, that's right, he is. And it reminded us of this VeggieTales song. And at once when we first started, it was quite sad and, and she was upset to finishing off the time of prayer and warfare um, with God is bigger than the boogeyman. He's bigger than Godzilla or the monsters on TV. Oh, God is bigger than the boogeyman and he's watching out for you and me. And that's how we finished the night because God is bigger than the boogeyman. God is bigger than your fear. God is bigger than any insecurity that you're facing today. God is bigger. The question is, do you trust him? Do you trust him? So why don't we pull the curtain back on fear today? Because fear has no place. Fear has no place in this room. Mom's fear has no place in your mind and in your heart. Fear has no place because you are loved by the Father. You are loved. You are absolutely loved by the Father. In 1 John, we read, there is no fear in love. No fear in love. But perfect love drives out fear. Perfect, not, not my perfect love. <laughs> I don't have perfect love. I have flawed love. But it's God's perfect love that casts out all fear. His perfect love casts out all fear. Isn't that beautiful? So fear, we're pulling back the curtain on you today. You have no place in this room. You have no place in our hearts and in our minds. We are loved by the Father. And we will arise in courage today. Let's put some truth in our confession, shall we? Shall we put some truth in our confession? We know the things we're afraid of, but today we're going to talk about the things we're not afraid of. We're not afraid of the boogeyman, that's for sure, because God is bigger. I'm going to mention just a few things from the life of these beautiful women that we read about earlier in Exodus. So here's what courageous women are not afraid of. Here's what we're not afraid of. Courageous women are not afraid to be patient. <laughs> it takes courage to be patient, doesn't it? It takes courage to be patient. You ask a mother who is heavily pregnant right now and is swollen <laughs> from head to toe. <laughs> and it takes courage to be patient. Your baby will come. Your baby will come. Jochebed was in the waiting. She didn't panic. When sometimes we feel like we need to panic in the moment when we're sending our baby down a river. Who would panic? <laughs> Who would panic? That's how I feel when I send my kids to school. I'm like, I'm sending them in the lion's den. <laughs> what are they teaching my children? Patience produces character. It produces character like nothing else. You ha I'm sure many of us can testify to the moments where we have had to wait patiently. And what it built inside of us, we can only testify that God has been faithful and he has been good and he stopped us from panicking and he stopped us from being drama queens <laughs> or drama people. Don't panic. Things take time. 
The best meals come out of the slow cooker, don't they? The best meals. Slow. Showing patience shows you care. It really does. It shows, it shows people around you that you care when you can wait, when you can trust in the Lord, when you can trust in Him and His plan and His purposes. I wanna fix it, I wanna force things, I want it to go my way. But sometimes we just have to wait patiently. We're not afraid to be patient. We're not afraid. Say, we're not afraid. <laughs> Sounds reassuring. <laughs> okay, courageous women are not afraid to say no. Courageous women are not afraid to say no. <laughs> are you saying yes to the things that you know you should say no to? What are you saying yes to right now? That in your heart of hearts, you should be saying no. Maybe it's no to a relationship that would take you off course. Maybe it's no to your children when they wake you up sometimes in the middle of the night and they want porridge at 5 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> Not afraid to say no. These beautiful midwives, it says the midwives, however, feared God and did not want and did, uh, did not do what the king of Egypt had asked them to do. They let the boys live. They let the boys live. They said no to death and yes to life. <laughs> and you and I, we say no to sin and yes to salvation. Yes. Have courage to say no. I don't know who needs to hear that today, but you need the courage and I'm giving you full permission to say no. Say no. No to that website. No to that lie. No to that friendship. Say no. Just take a stand. Courageous women are not afraid to ask for help. I do, I often have to ask for help. At the start of this year, I, I needed help. I needed help because I was facing a reoccurring issue in my life that I, I just, it was breaking me, it was breaking my courage, it was breaking my confidence. And I had to sincerely and humbly ask for help. It takes real courage to do that. <laughs> Sometimes you think it's like, it, it make, it's gonna make you feel weak or it's, it's not true. It takes courage to actually ask for help. It takes courage to speak up. You know, a Pharaoh's daughter, she wouldn't, she, was, she would have been a child. She didn't know how to raise a baby. She didn't, she didn't have milk to give to the baby. They didn't have formula back then. She needed help. And so when Miriam, Moses' sister, came along, she said, hey, let me help. <laughs> let me take the baby. We all need help. Doesn't matter how old we are. We all need help along the way. The only thing that is holding us back from asking for help is our pride. Please don't do it alone. Sisters, mothers, don't do it alone. It's really not worth it. God has placed a company of believers around us to help us walk the journey together. Stay strong, stay strong. Courageous women, my last point here, courageous women are not afraid to stay the course. They're not afraid. They ask for help, but they're not afraid to stay the course. Hesitation, uncertainty, and failure causes some people to quit, but it takes courage to face the fear 
and the unknown and fear of failure. It takes courage. Don't be afraid to trust God, the Holy Spirit's promptings. Trust good judgment and willingness to overcome every obstacle that comes your way. Don't be afraid to stay the course. There's been many times when I've wanted to quit and in your mind you're like, I just, I can't do this anymore. But then there's something that rises up inside of me and I run to the Father and I run to the mercy seat and I run to the Word of God and I find new strength and I find new courage to stay the course. I have a beautiful example of a woman in my life who stayed the course. She's called my Gigi, and she passed away about 10 plus years ago. And uh, she was my safe place. When, when I wasn't safe, she was my safe place. And so every other weekend I would go and, and have a sleepover at my Gigi's. And she's my great grandma. You can put, there's probably a picture that's come up. And this amazing woman, such a warrior for me, such a warrior. And I would go to her house and I remember this one particular time, it was my 10th birthday, and, and all I wanted was rollerblades and to sleep and have a sleepover at my Gigi's, my great grandma's. And so I was so pumped and I had my 10th birthday party and my Gigi took me to her house and we were driving home and I had my rollerblades and I said, um, my Gigi said, why don't you go first and tell and, and I'll, you know, I'll come, I'll get all the rest of the stuff and bring the keys to open the door. And as we were walking down this path leading up to her house, there was a pathway and on the pathway there was three houses and her house was the second house down that pathway. As I was walking in front, holding my rollerblades, which I could not wait to ride. I wish I had them now. That would be kind of cool, but this is the story. As I was walking up and my Gigi was walking behind me, she had in one hand my sleeping bag, in the other hand her handbag. And so with my, my eyes focused on my rollerblades and heading to my Gigi's house, I just hear this horrific scream Chantel, Chantel, run, run and hide, run and hide. And I just couldn't, I, I couldn't even get it out of my, 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 it was like chills through my body. All I could do was run and hide and do what she asked me. She was behind me. I had no idea what was happening. So I dropped my rollerblades. I ran behind a house and I just hid and I was shaking because all I could hear was screaming and of horror as she was being dragged through thorn bushes and dragged through concrete panels and had her leg ripped open through the concrete because someone was trying to rob my Gigi of her handbag which contained valuable possessions. How many of you know that our handbags, women, are important things, aren't they? And this person wanted to steal from my Gigi. And as I was hitting, uh, hidden behind this house, I, um, I, she was screaming and screaming, and then I heard a car screeching off. And in that moment, I thought, I'm gonna go see my Gigi. And as I ran, I could see the man leaving empty-handed. And I bent down and I said, Gigi, Gigi, are you okay? She's a pool of blood, because her leg was literally ripped open. And she's just laying there in a pool of blood. She says, go run, ask for help, Chantel, ask for help. I was banging on every door. Help, please help me, help me. Someone's hurt my Gigi. Banging on these doors and nobody would answer. I knew they were in the house, but they would not answer. They didn't have the, they didn't have the courage to open the door because they were afraid. And until one person actually opened the door for me and they let me call the cops and the ambulance. And after that, I ran out to go see my Gigi, make sure she was okay. And I said, Gigi, Gigi, I'm so sorry I wasn't there. I'm so sorry. I left you. I'm so sorry. And she said, it's okay, baby girl. She's like, and, and I looked down and in her hand, she was still holding her handbag. <laughs> I mean, like with the tightest grip. And, I, and she goes, it's okay, baby. She goes, that punk, <laughs> that punk, 
he didn't find you and he didn't get my handbag. <laughs> oh, in that moment, I realized that my Gigi was a bad grandma. Man, she was bad. She was bad and she was full of courage. She was full of fight and determination. That in the face and in the face of fear, she was dragged through thorny bushes. She was thrown around through concrete panels, which shredded her leg open. But she did all of that to save that was most precious to her. Her Chantilly lace and her handbag. <laughs> what is most precious to you? What is it? What is it? Because if it's precious to you, it's precious to God. And you will keep fighting. And you will keep staying determined. You will keep staying full of courage because it's most precious to you. My Gigi stayed the course. She never quit. How many times Women of God, how many times, people of God, have you, have you had to fight for your life and fight for your children and fight for your marriage and perhaps feel like, felt like you were dragged through thorny bushes and thrown around concrete panels to save that which was most precious to you? And here is a great reminder for you today just like that story that we read about some courageous women, ordinary women that served an extraordinary God. That same women I see in front of me today, full of courage, full of boldness, full of integrity, full of love and devotion, and if God did it in Jochebed, Moses' mother, he can do it in you. And if God did it in the midwives, he can do it in you. If God did it through Miriam, Moses' sister, when sometimes I'm sure she would have been like my kids, just punching each other every now and again. But this sister, she was committed to her baby brother. And if God can do it in Miriam, he can do it in you. If God can do it through Pharaoh's daughter, oh, he sure can do it in you. If God can do it in me, he can do it in you. If God can do it for Moses, he can do it for my children. He can do it for my family. He can do it for the people around me. He can do it for my work colleagues. He can do it because you are his child. And he only wants the best for you. Therefore, Paul writes, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses. You know what we read today was a great cloud of witnesses. People that have gone before us. Keep reading about the witnesses that can testify of the Lord's goodness. Let us throw off everything that hinders us and the sin that easily entangles us. Let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and the perfecter of our faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Would you stand with me today? Don't grow weary. Don't lose heart. Jesus has overcome the world, everything in it, wars, rumors of wars, pain, despair, he conquered it all for us. So now is the time, children of God, mothers, people, 
of God, it's the time for us to arise in courage. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Shine his glory, shine his glory. Arise and shine for your light has come. Can you take a moment right now and focus on the light because his light has come. That motivates me. That encourages me to stay strong in the Lord. Not in my own strength, not in my own power, but in his strength and in his power and in his might. So today we focus on the pure light. If you did it for them, you can do it for us. Arise in courage. Why don't we sing this beautiful song? You are my champion. He is fighting for you. Come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. Can you sense God's presence in the room? It's beautiful. It was the most beautiful, heart encouraging message. I'm sure each one of us, and we'll thank Pastor Chantal in a moment. But I just wanna ask in these closing moments for you to look into your heart and think, where am I in my relationship with Jesus? The one who knows us better than we know ourselves, the one who made us, the one who is preparing a place for us in heaven, the one who says, come as you are. Lord, love us to just address the spiritual side and maybe you've come for the first time today, you've come with a friend, you've come with a a loved one because it's Mother's Day or maybe you're watching online and you've heard that message and you know that you need to know the Father of courage. You need to make your peace with God. See, Pastor Chantel mentioned a phrase about saying no to sin, yes to salvation. And I wanna encourage you to have courage today to say no to fear and yes to faith. However you've come today, whatever has gone on in your life up until now, He loves you, God believes in you. Say no to judgment and yes to Jesus. Say no to darkness and yes to light. No to death and yes to life. No to going your way, yes to going His way. And no to what other people might think of you for making this choice. And yes, to acknowledging what He thinks of you. His thoughts towards you, the Bible says in Jeremiah 29, 11, His thoughts towards you are thoughts of peace, thoughts of goodness, thoughts to give you a a purpose and a future and a hope. And can I ask that every head be bowed and every eye closed? We want to give you privacy to make a decision that is personal to you, but actually has the potential to change the rest of your life and in fact, your whole eternity. The verse after that says, call unto me and I will answer you. He's right close right now. He's walking up and down every aisle and he's, he's looking to every heart. And he's saying, my daughter, my son, I love you. Come to me right now. And if you're praying this for the first time, I want to encourage you to raise your hand after three and we're gonna pray a prayer together as a big church family. And you're saying yes to Jesus, yes to eternal life, asking Him into your heart. Or maybe you've once walked with God, but you've got discouraged, you've got distracted and disappointed and you've walked away, but He's reaching out big open arms online and in the room, He's saying, come my daughter, come my son, older person, younger person. You might've been coming to church for a while, but you haven't yet made this decision and maybe you need to come back to Him. So whether you're praying of this for the first time or whether you're coming back into right relationship, you wanna make your peace with God. I want you, to, after three, to have the courage to raise your hand. I wanna know who I'm including in this very simple but powerful prayer in just a moment. So front to the back, front person, younger person, older person. You're standing with a friend. Maybe you can squeeze their hand, but you raise your hand at this moment if that's you after three. One, two, three. That's it. All across this room, raise your hand high enough and long enough for me to see. We're going to include you in this prayer. 
you know you need to come to Jesus or you need to come back to Him. That's right, at the back there, over there. Welcome, welcome to the kingdom of God, to the family of God. Anyone else raising their hands? You're coming to Jesus for the first time. Thank you over there. And online, if you raised your hand, say this prayer together. And we're going to pray. A very powerful prayer is going to come up on the screen. And say it after me loud and proud. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you for dying for me. To forgive all my sin and failures. So that I can have a brand new start. Please come into my life. And help me by the power of the Holy Spirit to trust and live for you forever and ever. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. And Lord, I thank you for each one that prayed that prayer and meant it or raised their hand. I pray you'd wrap your arms of love around them and they will know you will never leave them. And they are a child and a daughter of the Most High. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We would love to give you a Bible. It's a beautifully illustrated Bible gift from our our, um, pastors and senior leadership team. And if you already have one, the first step was raising your hand and praying the prayer. The second step is to make sure you connect with someone on the way out. Our team will be waving these Bibles, say, hey, I prayed that prayer. I'd love to have a gift. And if you'd be kind enough to give us an email or a contact number so we can stay in contact with you and encourage you. Thank you in your walk with Jesus. And come back next week, get yourself in church. And um, we love you already. So well done for making that decision. Can we thank Pastor Chantel for bringing such an authentic, heartfelt, real deal, powerful message. I love it. Around Moses were so many incredible women. And I thank God for the women in our lives and thank God for the men as well that we have the courage to take that away today. Thanks again for tuning in. And if you said the salvation prayer today, we'd love for you to email connecttofaith at soulchurch.com so we can talk to you a little bit more about this incredible decision that you've just made. Yeah, you know, and if at any point in the service you felt moved to give towards any of our local or global initiatives, then head to soulchurch.com and click on the giving at the top of the page. Thanks again for joining us today. And we hope to see you again soon. God bless.